0: The number one financial destination Yahoo!
1: I you. What's good internet? It's Friday, August 7th, and you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 334. I'm your host Austin Walker, and I'm joined today by Ricardo Contreras. Hello. And Patrick Kleberg.
2: Nintendo just reported a wild 428% surge in profits thanks to the lockdown game
3: 428. Yikes. That's, That's a, a big lot. number.
4: It's a big number. Did you see that Animal Crossing has outsold Breath of the Wild?
3: That doesn't that surprise makes, me. Actually, yeah. Yeah. that <laughs> hit and, like
2: they you could not have actually in a laboratory right. created conditions uh-huh. better for the release. <laughs> like you sat down and like Nintendo's like marketing was like, all right, just as like a. You know, like a game room experiment. Like, what would be the best way to release Animal Crossing? It wouldn't have come up in the, t- in the top top ten of <laughs> ideas of how pandemic. it would have come out. <laughs> <laughs> it literally came out at the end of March. The end of yeah, March! I know. It's wild. Yeah. It's
1: unbelievable. Uh, I almost, I, so my birthday was a couple weeks ago, and I, I spent all day trying to hype myself up to go check in on my animal friends. I couldn't do it. I felt too bad still. It had been so long, and I felt really kind of selfish to be like, I know what will bring me back my own birthday. I'll go around and get birthday wishes from people. So I didn't go back to it. Um, if this now. podcast... Really quick, just sounds weird. It's because I am one of many people in Queens. In fact, one of many people around the country whose internet is out following a, a, a hurricane that did not. So here's what. Oh, hmm. So
2: at is first, it a hurricane I thought my, or was it a tropical storm? It was a
1: tropical storm. It was a hurricane that turned into a tropical storm. I think as soon as yeah. it made landfall. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's what I. That's what I thought. Um, uh, my understanding is what happened is commercial grade power lines came down on a, like a, uh, a, not a data center, but some sort of like facility from my ISP and they can't get into repair the facility until whoever the local government is, I guess, gets the commercial power lines taken care of, oh, like to like, no. get, let them get access. But it means I've been, so I was on a, I was away all week. Uh, I got back two nights ago now. Uh, and from that point through now, I have not had internet in my house. Uh, and in my <laughs> understanding is anyone on this service in my neighborhood or many other neighborhoods in Queens also has not had it. Also, just to be clear, I cannot get other high speed internet in my building. Maybe there's a DSL option, but like Fios doesn't come here. Spectrum has m- much of Queens on complete mon- uh, monopolistic lockdown yeah. and it fucking sucks. Um, so if the audio was weird, it's, it's because I'm not, I can't hear myself right now, which is very strange for me. I'm used to having a, a, a live feed of my own voice. So if I'm like too loud or too quiet, apologies. Uh, also, it means the only games I've been able to play are things I already had downloaded, like stuff I set to download before I went on this trip, and and oh, also my laptop power cord broke, so I'm just cursed this fucking oh, week. God. I couldn't even like go somewhere to get internet briefly. Not that that's like a thing now, but you know, you know
2: what I mean. Just go to yeah, um, go down the street to the internet store. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but
1: again, the their internet would also be out because of this da- this outage. Ugh. Uh, right. anyway, what there was there was
2: uh there was one time uh some weeks back where uh, my wife had a follow up appointment after her uh, labor and so I had both kids with me um in downtown Chicago a place we haven't been mm. too many times since we only go down there for her uh, her various health appointments are down there because that's where she used to work back in the before um and. Uh I had both kids and uh my uh oldest goes um hey I got to poop and I'm like oh that's interesting <laughs> bathrooms public bathrooms public don't bathrooms. exist right now hmm. just aren't a thing um often they are often Things have changed a little bit. I don't but at the time it was like often like private bathrooms would just or public bathrooms would be locked. Like you just couldn't get go into those places because mm-hmm. they're uh uh as as Will Smith calls them, COVID dens. Um and <laughs> so I, I told her, I was like, Hey, can you sit down? Uh she's like, Why? I was like, I need you to keep that inside you for the moment because I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what we're gonna do here. <laughs> um <laughs> And, uh, well, because she's, you know, four. I don't know, if, like, how well she knows, like, hey, I need you to s- squeeze those cheeks and, like, keep, keep, keep that poop in there right now. I don't know what her, you know, her uh, her skill set is on that, in that regard. Um, so just sit down for a second and just... She looked at me quizzically and so I, I'm looking around scanning like I, I feel like I'm like the Terminator like like bathroom options ba- like is there, <laughs> is there um, a tree I could go behind that is just look like, we're just going to have sorry God. this poops just going to live here now. Um, there was nothing it was like a like a too nice of a neighborhood there was nowhere to go there was like nowhere to hide and so <laughs> I knew through like this little corridor we had come through um, that there were a couple of places that had like front desks and i didn't know what they were for um i was like let's go walk past those so we we're you know i've got you know one kid in a stroller i got this other kid like hopping along and uh there's this one spot and i look in and there's just all these empty like desks and i was like oh shit that looks like some sort of like co-working space like maybe like a temp one that you would go into um, if you just wanted to work somewhere for the day and I walk in and I, I asked the lady, I was like, I, I brought everyone in. I was like, everyone put on your goddamn masks. Uh, like put them on. We're going to look really sympathetic. I'm like this <laughs> bumbling father with two children. Like I want to make it seem like I've barely got it together. Cause I need someone to like, take some sympathy on me going with, with the two of them and asked, I was like, is there this, this child needs to poop? Like, please like, use your bathroom. And they're like, the lady's like, Oh yeah. Like, we got nothing going on here right now. Like, please go around the corner and use the <laughs> you feel free to use the facilities because <laughs> it li- turned out to be literally like a co working space where the the desks are mashed together, like inches away from. Right. There were like what? dividers, like they clearly at some point had tried to accommodate like early days of of COVID um, by putting up like dividers between the spaces, and that fell apart. So I don't I don't know why they were still even open, maybe for people to come get their stuff. But whatever the case was, they they let us come in and and use their bathroom. So there may not be internet stores, but there are places they pretend to be. And they have, we have working <laughs> bathrooms for a father God. that has found himself in an emergency situation. Wow. <sighs> well, I'm glad you got that that sorted out. That could have gone real Thank bad. You. Thank wow. you. Wow. It was, a, I was harrowing. I, that's why I told him. I was, like, I was like, Dad does not have an answer to your query. I need to run the numbers.
1: Um, <laughs> We'll figure this out. Just stick with me. We're gonna we're gonna figure out a solution. We don't have one now.
2: We, I'm just gonna be honest with you. We don't have one now, Jessica. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's like usually dads, right, you know, four years in, you've run into a lot of scenarios. Like, oh, okay, I can. look well, How can I like fudge the numbers here to to make it oh. work? I was <laughs> like, whew, This is a new one for Dad. He doesn't.
1: He's not sure. <laughs> <laughs> God. Well. Patrick, can I interest you in a game in which you're you're mm. walking around with your your progeny and trying your best to, to to keep her entertained? And you've realized she's kind of a different person than you, and it, there's all sorts of stress around the expectations of fatherhood. I know I could be talking about any video game these days, <laughs> any uh, that Sony
2: has published in the last five years.
1: Yeah, what if I told you? This was a sequel to an indie game I knew you loved. Oh. Okay. What if I told you that this is Frog Fractions 4?
2: Right, so I've heard... <laughs> what? The rumor I've heard, you can correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, is that, okay. yes, there is this... There's some DLC released for the, the HD edition of uh, Frog Fractions 1. Please, the Game of the Decade edition. Game of the Decade the ge- edition. Right. Yeah. Well, Please. they're not wrong. Like, I think you actually could sit and make a credible <laughs> you could argument. You the case. If you were listing... Like, yeah, straight up, you were listing a game... Like pe- people have forgotten Frog Fractions, but like when that happened, I, you could absolutely make a case of a on a decade list that is that is in f- relatively high even on that list. Um, but yes, there was some. I was prodded by the, its uh, its uh, designer. It was like, "Hey, here's a code for some hat DLC," and I was like, "Excuse, mm. hmm? excuse me, yeah, uh-huh. Hop's iconic hat." And I was like, "Can <laughs> oh, uh, I don't want you to tell me anything, but." Is this hat DLC? He's like, it's some great hat DLC. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, wow. Well, uh-huh. uh-huh. And then, yes, the tweet I saw was that Frog Fractions 4 has been released. And I was like, oh, sure, why not? So please, I guess without spoiling, like, take me a bit on the journey. Of yeah, this. I mean,
1: my journey is kind of embarrassing. So, again, I came home I was like, I don't have internet. What am I doing? I guess I'll- I downloaded that Frog Fractions DLC. I may as well <laughs> boot that up. Um, and the first thing I did was – Played through Frog Fractions one because the game is just Frog Fractions is just Frog Fractions. You would get it. It's in 4K. It's in beautiful 4K. So <laughs> I replayed all the Frog pixels. Fractions, not re really see them. You can really see those apples as they're falling <laughs> from the trees. You can really see the bugs and you can uh, the bug Mars in all of its beautiful 4K uh, glory. Um, I, I So I guess I guess it's probably worth setting up a, what. Frog fractions. Is. It's it, it, long it's,
2: enough, and fro- because Frog fractions two didn't hit, I didn't, right. one didn't hit for me. I d- I didn't take to the the, the, yeah. the concept. I, so I ended that up I really liking I,
1: it, but it was not a sequel in the way you would think of a sequel. It was a. It was a follow-up game in a real way. Anyway, yeah, so... It was,
2: yeah, it felt more, like, thematically in line. In, in, yes. In, 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 this is a being. sequel.
1: This is a this is a sequel. Yeah, you uh, should set so, up what Frog Fractions yes. is then, because So, Frog it's been long Fractions... Enough. So, the, the first Frog Fractions came out and was this kind of... Um, uh, it was one of a number of things that had come out that year, basically, that was kind of a surprise game in the sense that it, it was... Uh, it was a, a sort of a a deceptive trick. You looked at this thing. It was running in a browser. <laughs> I believe it was browser based. Yeah. um, and uh, it looked like a a version of. Uh, sort of the old edutainment games, numbers number cruncher, organ trail. That style it was in that genre space. Though very quickly it became clear like, wait, no, I'm not really doing math. I'm just a frog sitting on a lily pad, and I'm eating bugs and fractions are appearing. I'm kind of clicking at various places on the screen to try to stop these bugs from eating these fruits. And then every every wave I can upgrade my frog and I can move around and collect apples more easily. Or I can turn the apples into Dorians, which smell bad, which prevent the bugs from getting near them. Or I can get lock-on targeting for my tongue. Um, and it becomes <laughs> – eventually you end up getting upgrades. Uh, there's a very – I'm going to spoil the original frog fractions here because I have to to talk about what comes next. Um, uh, you eventually realize you have a turtle that you're riding around on. You could hit down on the turtle and swim underneath the water. The whole screen is just like you're, you know, moving left to right and, and eating these bugs that are showing up. And suddenly you can go down into the water, and below the water are just all of the apples that have ever fallen off of all of the trees. And instead of having one or two or five or ten apples, you end up with like it's like billions of apples or billions of fruit. Don't even worry about it anymore. You can buy all the upgrades, uh, and from there you get a dragon. It the game briefly becomes a sort of Star Fox parody. You wind up in court on bug. Mars, where you are being <laughs> uh uh you know put under arrest and charged with the crime of killing a bunch of bugs, which you did. Um
2: and uh, it's real it, War, warrior wear vibes in in the sense of like you were spending a brief amount of time doing one thing, and then yes. the 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 joy of it became I don't know what not just where the story is going, but what I will be doing mechanically ui like everything was at a certain point everything was on the table yes this could be anything like the possibility space of frog fractions was so exciting in the like in the moment especially if you managed to play it when it was one of those like hey i need you to play this and then it would be don't ask me also i need you to get i need you to get back to me if you don't have a moment like if you don't have a moment then I need to prod you to go do something. So, you, cause that happened to me. I remember Press I, down I, I, and, right, I dicked yes. around with it and it was just like, okay, like seems cute. Like, what am I? It was like, I think it was Alex Navarro It was just like, just, okay, just go, just go down. Yeah, <laughs> just, oh, down oh.
1: yeah exactly. Exactly. You know, there's a text adventure in there. There's a DDR clone in there briefly. There's a, like a business simulator where you're making and selling bug porn which, you know, listen, the Bug Mars is a boring place. You gotta fill your time. Uh, and and at the end of the day, you end up being elected Bug pres- or President of Bug Mars. And that's the game. That's kind of the, the end of the game. Everything goes well for you, sort of. You go swimming at the end, I think. And it kind of wraps up. So I beat that I beat Frog Fractions again yesterday or two days ago, and I was like, Oh, okay. That, hmm, I remember it ending more strongly than that. I think I was just blown away by the, the scope of the thing and all the different changes. In the, and, uh, you know, it really is a, uh, the first time you play it type of thing. But it didn't really land for me a second time. Um, uh, and, and then I was like, wait a second, where the, D-? I thought there'd be DLC. And I realized I did not hit the button that turned on the hats. I didn't hit, press the hops iconic cap button. Um, but I'm glad I didn't. because <laughs> This I was is probably I the never... ideal
2: way to have done yes. it though. Even though that's yes. not how you would have done it, but totally. to be familiarized to the point where you could see, clearly understand the divergent point. Yes. Is probably good.
1: And then for people who don't know or don't remember, there was then what the creator of the game, uh, kind of considers, the the sequel to Frog Fractions, Frog Fractions 2, was an ARG that led to the release of a game called Glitter Mitten Grove. I think that that's what it was called. I don't have a computer yeah. in front of I me. Was, I, I, I was Shepard's.
2: all over this. This was like a big point yes. of me. I was like the tip of the spear we were, covering uh, yeah, you, this, you were this on ARG for Messenger. early Waypoint.
1: You were right. You should go back and read. There were IMs. We, there are episodes where we talked about us talking to people in character. Yeah, we, became, we
2: we did a podcast where we had to like sort of disclose. We believe we've now participated in the ARG to a <laughs> right. degree that we may be becoming part of the. Like we might show up in a wiki entry or like right. a, a store a story that I write may have in trying to unpack the ARG become part of the ARG because of yeah. mm. the pace at which I was keeping up with what was going on
1: Beautiful. never become the story Patrick that's the
2: <laughs> cardinal rule except, you, except you secretly you want to become the story
1: yeah also I should I want to color this with one other thing which is before I played Trial Corrections 2 or 4 when I got home what I found was a gamer chair I bought for myself. I bought it months <laughs> ago. It finally showed up because of production delays because of COVID. And so the first game I'm breaking this gamer chair in, with is Frog Fractions 4 or That's Frog right. Fractions DLC. Um, so Glitter and Grove comes out. That is a game that, that on its face is this sort of like um, kind of town builder, like a fairy town builder. like And like fully, fully functional. Like yeah, to, it works. Where, that whereas game on...
2: Like whereas Frog Fractions pretty quickly like the if it yeah it functions as like a throwback to edutainment stuff that you know a lot of uh you know kids of the 90s like will remember like early computers at like their school and things like that but it it's not you can't you you can't play that for 10 hours like no. Little Grove you could what? hand that to someone and they'd just be like oh like this is just like an, a fairy based town sim and yeah. it has all it's like it there's not a there's not a point as at least early on where you would go ah like this is a bit or i'm missing something totally. it, you could just play the game
1: right and then at some point it ends up going into a uh, another th- uh, i forget how you even get there necessarily but at some point you get there to where you're you're basically going into through a, a game that is very much like a bunch of old, um, uh, oh, God, what is the name of the? Oh, I guess it's influenced by ZZT, which was the the uh, yeah. Tim Sweeney like MS DOS game, kind of a, a top need, down. Can we, uh,
2: can we get uh, Jeff Gersman on the line? I and know he would be the please. person to explain this for <laughs> for us.
1: <laughs> um, you know, you're a character who's walking around. In in some ways, it's the original Warrior Wear. Uh, in that there's just like. Um, lots of different things happening. You're walking around. You're picking up torches. You're you have you have a gun you can use. There's a lot of like, well, what's going on in this room in that game? You know, I mean? this is like, oh wow, this yeah. the, there's not, Tim Sweeney had an idea for an an encounter, effectively, or a puzzle. And so you're like, oh, well, the puzzle solution for this is really unique. Um, and then that ends up being uh, the basis for the, what and Grove really ends up being, which is just like a kind of weird adventure game. Uh, with these kind of top-down MS-DOS graphics, if you've played something like Dwarf Fortress, something you can imagine something similar to that in terms of ASCII art, in terms of using characters, uh, you know, using using um, uh, uh, keyboard characters and, you know, uh, typeset characters as stand-ins for for things. Um, and I, I ended up really liking it. Uh, I think it was a little long in the tooth. I don't, I don't think all of the jokes hit for me. I thought there were some puzzles that were really hard, uh, some really like, difficult places. I know, Patrick, you didn't get through it at all. Um, but the, the very end no, of that – I I
2: got like 90 minutes in, hit like a certain obstacle, and the like, there was no nostalgia factor for me. So, that's part of why Frog Factions like worked like the the initial hook because I played. The shit out of like those edutainment games at, at like that was like one of the things I would do is like I'm going to go to the library and play, you know, Mario teaches typing equivalents on uh, uh on the, the computers for for a long time. And so uh, all that stuff like, you know, number munchers and like that was like absolutely my wheelhouse. Whereas this one, I didn't have a touchstone and I can get past that. But like I the rest of it just didn't. I just never found the hook, and so I kind of just fell off it and just experienced it through people like you and Jeff, who were having a better time with it.
1: Right. And then, and then if I remember right, the end of Fra- the end of Glitterman Grove says, thank you for playing Frog Fractions 3. Um, because again, Jim, the, the, the designer of, of the game, thinks of the ARG as Frog Fractions 2. Uh, Jim Crawford is the name of the, uh, the developer. Um, and so this DLC... Is much more of a direct sequel to the original Frog Fractions. It opens. I'm I'm going to give you the the opening bit basically, and then and then I'll, I'll be a lot more vague after that. Um, it opens the same way. You're on the you're you're on the lily pad. You're trying to protect the fruit from the uh, from the bugs you uh you're the same character, except you have a hat on um and then you get the dragon upgrade, and it's very clear the dragon is being moved around by popsicle sticks or something like <laughs> underneath each of the bits of the dragon are like uh like um long sticks holding it up like a puppet, and then eventually the you you get to the point where you would take off into space. And someone off-screen boos you and yells at you for your poor performance, but not your poor performances and you're playing the game bad, your poor performance as an actor. And the camera pans out and reveals an empty theater where you are reinterpreting the own events of your life for a stage production of the original frog <laughs> fractions in your oh post-presidential life. You're the <laughs> character. Uh, and you go to the, the dude, there's a dude in the front in the front uh, chair in the Shit. front uh, row who is who has on a, a fedora and is here to debate you. And is mad at you because you don't want to debate him and you just like get into it with him. And then you, you kind of get put on leave because you shouldn't argue with the fans, especially when you only have one fan, even if all he does is show up and <laughs> yell at you about how it's not realistic. Now, the depiction of frog. Frogs would never wear hats, even though you are literally <laughs> a frog wearing a hat. Um, and then you end up going home and it turns into a couple of things. Um, this DLC is a this this game is uh an adventure game in in some elements that it has like a very classic adventure game go find this combine this with that um, you know how do you get out of the, how do you trick your um, your security guard your uh, secret service agent to look the other way so that you can kind of get out on the town with your daughter and have a, a nice t- time out um, uh, so that's like a an early big portion of the game and then like the original game there's all these other mini games that show up there's something sort of like hitman go for a while uh, a kind of a <laughs> stealth uh, tile based movement puzzle situation um uh, there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of comedy and there's a lot of like there's some like dialogue puzzles in which the character with the hat who debates you comes around a lot and the the way you deal with him is just like you have to not get irritated by him. So you have to make some dialogue options that are basically about not engaging but there's an irritation meter and if that fills up all the way, you lose. Um And then there's kind of I, – I would say a big chunk of the game is something that I would compare I guess to like – a long-form Dig Dug game, or um, a little bit like SteamWorld Dig, but more tile-based and turn-based. Okay,
2: you're, it's okay. Uh, it's you're not, speaking my language.
1: It doesn't feel. It doesn't. I want to be clear. It's not like a fun platformer in the way that that. Uh, Steam World Dig is, but it, you're going down there to dig. You're going down there to get rubies, and you're using those rubies to get upgrades. And you're avoiding boulders and you're avoiding enemies, and that becomes like the 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 biggest chunk of the game is this thing and getting upgrades to to maneuver differently or like to swim underwater. And that that's pretty good. Like I actually had a really <laughs> good time beating that segment of the game. Um, but you just get to know this character and his friend, like the dragon from the original game, is your best friend, and you and you have a daughter and a wife. Your wife is like a cool cat lady who's also an Indiana Jones figure. <laughs> it's very, it's very weird. It's pretty charming. I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's as like, it's not as ambitious as as Glitter Mitten Grove was, right? Uh, it is it literally like it wants. It just seems like no. it's
2: a fun celebration of a like of a re release to give people to do. something something new to do with yes
1: listen this whatever this asshole was who said you're not the first who's been too scared to debate me chalk another win up for the sequoia falls middle school debate champ (laughs) great love it fantastic (laughs) that guy sucks i'm down um there's a oh oh, there's a bullet hell segment that's fantastic i don't want to spoil the joke for that segment there's a hacking segment there's a lot of skate videos i don't want to say why um and there's Fact. like a recurring yakuza bit uh that's very funny like there's a specific thing that happens in the yakuza games that happens in this uh, the music is mm. good and the writing is good and it's worth your time but it's like it's a fun cap on the last decade of frog fractions um and that's not what i ever expected this to be you know that's so.
2: that's 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 great. Yeah. That's it's eight that's- bucks.
1: The DLC is eight bucks. You know, I don't I think the original game is free on Steam. The DLC uh hops iconic cap is eight dollars. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it just to honestly support uh Frog Fra- the original frog fractions, the developers of these games. Uh, it's a it's a it's such a snapshot of what this last decade in like comedy has been in some ways. Um, and and if you go back to the original game, almost almost it, it's aged kind of poorly, not in an offensive way or anything like that. Just like oh yeah, our sense of comedy has changed over eight <laughs> years, and it this is of a time feels and pretty a place.
2: simple in in retrospect, yes, or, or even yes, blunt in in exactly. some some but places. Um, but I, I think that's also that's also a function of uh, the surprise was part of the like the humor, right? Like so, it's like it's yes. almost by by nature of looking at it retroactively, um, betrays the, the, the part of the creative process for that game was the experiential nature of it, and so just by you know looking back um, in retrospect, you know, robs it of some power um, exactly. in a way that's that, that is uh, you know unfair to to you know what they made. And I, mean, I that, wonder the, how.
1: The rest of oh, those, I just wonder how the rest of those hold up. Like, has anybody played Candy Box lately? You know, there were again, there were a few, no. there were a few of these games that like came out of nowhere and someone sent you a URL and you clicked on it and it was like, whoa, what the hell is this? And I'm curious how how some of the other ones held up.
2: That also came around the same time that everyone was getting like very into clickers. Like, yes, uh, um, I can't remember. There was one that I played for a good while. I can't remember it was just one of the text based one you know like one of the really like ascii yeah, um, yeah. art art ones um but it was definitely like in that same period because i just remember i was at giant bomb still at the san francisco office and it'd be a lot of like people on a second monitor had a some sort of fucking clicker game Something just going, on. Uh, yeah. going um was that was a dark like,
1: room a dark room was a big one um, yeah, um there's a bunch of them there were a bunch of them in, in that in that couple of years you know Anyway, that's what I got to play because that's what was on my computer. Uh I, I also briefly played and this will be a quick one. A game called Banners of Ruin, which is another card-based roguelike. It's another one of those. Um I it the the, the thing on this one is it's like uh anthropomorphized animals like Martin the Warrior or Redwall or yeah. Mouse Guard. Um it's like a dark fantasy. It's a it, it's very like self-serious. Uh, there are some cool mechanics that are like about uh, it's a game about very much like keeping your armor up and maintaining your your characters and keeping them in the right order and moving them around on, on, on your side of the board to prevent damage. Um, but it, it never really came together for me. I think the art is pretty good. The animations are basically non existent. It's early access, so who knows. Uh, if if it'll get a little bit stronger there, um, it, there's just a lot of competition in that in that category now between Slay the Spire and Griftlands and Monster Train and I think Gordian Quest, a game I've talked about earlier this year, is a much stronger variation on very similar themes, um, uh, uh, and that just got a big update. So like uh, Banners of Ruin hasn't really done it for me. I will say there is uh, one there's an ability that There are abilities that just don't work right now. There's uh, my character. One of my characters got an upgrade in that game that was like turn all bleeding damage to poison damage. And the way that bleeding damage works is, you get a stack of it, you get three bleed, and that means over the next three turns, you'll take three damage, then two damage, then one damage, and then you'll be clean of it. The way poison damage works is, it goes up, so (laughs) you get three damage this turn, four damage the next turn, five damage the turn after that, and Why would I ever want to turn bleed damage into poison damage? That's way fucking worse. And so that feels like something that just, like, slipped through the cracks. I mean, I guess that bleed damage goes directly to your health, whereas poison hits your armor first. So I guess I could see why you would
4: maybe want that, but it's just so much worse. Is there maybe any sort of antidote or anything? There's
1: nothing. I had, I kept, Kato, I had the exact thought you had, which was like, well, maybe I can have a thing that like transfers my poison off of me to somebody else or, you know, like those sorts of builds exist in these games. And I played for like, that run was a full, a damn near full run. I got to just about the final area and nothing ever popped up that would let me take advantage of that change. It only ever hindered me. Also, this is a game that, so y'all know in like, in like animal, Animal like humanoid animal stories. Mm-hmm. The one of the things that happens is the animals are like races, and that means they all have racial characteristics.
4: Mm. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: Like uh <laughs> this is Zootopia, this is a lot of these things, right? Oh, the elephants are big and slow, or the you know, whatever it is, right? Oh, never trust a fox. It's like that sort of stuff. Um, this game doesn't do that in terms of character stats. And I was like, cool, the mouse is like, you know, the mouse's class determines what weapons he can use. And so that means maybe he does less damage because he's a rogue and not a warrior. But there are a whole bunch of cards explicitly about racial difference and utilizing it against your enemy. Like, there's a card called Tensions that gives uh, a, a debuff to your enemy, and it gives an extra debuff if they have more than one race in, a, in like a, a rank of their characters. Like if there, are th- if there are different races standing next to each other, you really debuff them, presumably because you turn them against each other or you, you pick at the <laughs> scabs of racial tension. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a bonus that you can. do a card that gives you a buff if your entire rank is of the same quote-unquote race Also, let's be clear, bears and wolves are not a different race <laughs> They are absolutely a different species I guess culturally in this world, they could also be racialized in that way But wh- why yes. go down, you almost didn't go down that path at all And then they right. really leaned in, they really leaned uh-huh. in uh, So that's, a, that was a, that's a weird choice to make yeah. especially with no real there's no lore around it or anything you know what i mean i'm not like clicking on a thing it's like oh the, the wolf kingdom did blah 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 it's just like here are three guards in this kingdom i'm invading and one of them is an otter and two of them are bunnies and that means i can sow discord between them because of course we all know otters and rabbits are lifelong rivals right Obvious. Very weird. Very weird. So that's it. That's those are the games that I've been able to play, uh, uh, given my limited my limited access to the internet and everything else. What have y'all been up to? I know Patrick. You, I asked you, and you said "Fall Guys" in all caps.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is sort of the kind of the, the game of the the moment on on Twitch and and YouTube and some and various places. That came uh, it was relatively out of nowhere. Like I did some research because I sent some questions over to the studio for for something I'm working on. And like they were like, you know, you're not trying to dunk on some writers, but like your standard like E3 2019 mm-hmm. uh, interviews with the developers of, of this game. I'm pretty sure I was offered a meeting for this game and passed on it because I didn't know uh, what it was. And then in the last couple of weeks, I just feel like I've seen... Uh, this game had a beta that, like, went really well for it, and then it started blowing up on on, on Twitch uh, especially. But Fall Guys is basically – it's inspired – I forget the game show that they specifically said it was um, sort of uh, based on uh, – I'm trying to pull – It was like a Wipeout or a Takeshi's Castle yeah. or – Yeah, uh, Takeshi's Castle was, okay. was the one that they okay. um, pulled from, where basically the setup is you have 60 um, – uh, people that are all dumped into various sort of game showy, uh, uh, sort of like levels, and there are like different. Uh, things you have to do to survive and like each round a certain number of people aren't going to make it so you have smaller and smaller groups as you're proceeding um through the rounds like you uh typically as far as i this is you know like the 12 rounds or so that i've played like the first round is always hey get to the other get to the finish line first and so that'll mean you have 60 people all at once trying to for example um there'll be a bunch of balance beams that you're you're trying to to go on. But the balance beams are really only made for one person at a time <laughs> to be on. And then maybe that balance beam, there's one on the right and the left, and there's also one in the middle. And so then you have people trying to jump to or navigate to that middle one. The, it has um, some uh, funky physics that uh, – remind me of, uh, oh, what was that? The the, the Double Fine Publishing worked on it. What's the Gang beast? Mm -hmm. It was like some uh, Gang beast sort of like finicky physics. Like you feel control over it but there's sort of just a little bit of a, almost a rubbery quality to it. Like you, you kind of bounce off things but it's not like a boing. It's, it's sort of one of the things where like things are knocking into each other and affecting them. Um, So you like, you can kind of knock into someone and push them over but mostly you're just sort of like bumping into people and like it's like just slightly um, affecting like your momentum or the, the 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 direction that you're going in. And so there'll be other uh, in sort of like the, these gauntlet ones where you're just trying to go from point A to point B. Another one is like, hey, there's a bunch of walls and some of these walls will knock over, some of them won't. And Aww. so you have 60 people <laughs> rushing forward at once, all trying to guess which is the door that's going to open because you could pick like door B, B, let's say, even though they all look exactly the same, they may have the same pattern of like red and white. <laughs> and you, you pick like you t- these 12 uh, like little uh, puffy uh, looking dudes are uh, just jump at this wall and nothing. It doesn't move. And you look to your right and you might see that, uh, well, the 12 people that chose the one all the way on the right, that's the one that went through. And so it becomes really interesting to like figure out what your strategy is going to be. Is like You don't want necessarily want to be in first place because- uh in up until the very last round when it gets down to I think at least like roughly ten people, um all you have to do is qualify ah. so qualifying just means like so in the in the in the first round where you're just trying to race to the other side. Yeah, uh, you know, depending on uh, if it's you, you hit the max of sixty people. You know, it's something like thirty-five people can survive. So you know, like you're, you're roughly half the people can stick around. You just need to be one of those thirty-five people that gets to the other side. So often my strategy is not to be first. It's just to be kind of in the middle of the pack and like see what other people are doing and then navigate through them and just cool I made it to the other side in like the 20s or like the even the late 20s like cool I'm here I just I don't need to be first cuz I don't get anything special for for being first and then that be, the way that they mix things up as it goes along is so smart and so fun I didn't once I saw that it was just like a 60 person sprint to the other side is like, Oh, I wonder if this is how it happens. You know, how it works the whole time. Like, Oh no, they introduce team based games as it goes along. And you, Mm -hmm. you don't know who you're going to be partnered with. I believe you can do matchmaking. So like a group of people can be dumped into the same thing. Um, but I don't think that necessarily means you're going probably the game. If it's smart, it's not assigning you to the same team when you get to the team based one so that you have reasons to not work collaboratively. Um, but for example, there's, uh, an egg game. Um, so, This is in the later rounds, there's probably maybe 30 people. And so you have 30 folks like dumped into the middle of this uh, circle. And in the center of that, like kind of like a slightly sunken circle are a bunch of eggs. And then at three different slots, there are a spot to put those eggs. And so you can pick up the eggs. Like the only verbs you have in the game are jump, dive, and grab, I believe. And so um, Mm -hmm. you can do dickish things like I saw people – Uh, who made it to the end of the first round really fast, they will just sit at the finish line knowing that they can just, because you can watch in real time as the qualifiers come in, so you generally know how much time you have before you need Mm. to get across that finish line. And they'll just push people away. Just like, nah, like actually you're not going to make it to the finish line. And if you grab someone, you could hold them for like a full five seconds. So in theory, you could you could like hold someone, throw them back, and then you make it across the finish line, and then they don't. Wow. one of the questions I sent to the developers was like, Hey, like how are you accounting for like this sort of emergent behavior that maybe, you know, is seems in line with what you would want people to do, but maybe is against some of the spirit of the, of how people you want people to play. So I'd be curious to see how they manage that. But anyway, so the, the a game, um, so there's like, I don't know, let's say 30, 40 eggs in the center, and people bring them to their respective spots, and there's a countdown for 90 seconds, and um, I thought the way the game works, like, oh, like, eggs are just gonna keep appearing in that center spot, and it's just like, who can get back there, bring the eggs to their spot as fast as possible? And then all of a sudden, I realized, like, oh, there's no eggs in the center. It's like, oh, shit. You need to then go into other people's uh-huh. little collections and try and bring those out, and because there's no voice chat, there are, uh, I believe there are emotes, but they're not when there are thirty people running around that are just like <laughs> indistinctly colored blobs of like red, green, blue, and yellow. There's a customization stuff that looks. They just took like ripped off Fortnite, and there there okay. are season passes. There are like I mean it's this game is immaculately designed out of the gate to maximize its its window. Um, so you just have people. You, it's so fascinating to watch emergent strategies appear where there's no way to communicate that like people should be on offense or defense. It just sort of has to happen organically or you recognize that's what needs to occur. Like what I realized Was that team in one based of my, or is that, that's, is that still? Yeah, one-on-one? this is team based. So okay, you like, okay, it splits okay. like 10, 10, 10. So you've got like 10 red, 10 blue, 10 green. Um. So then you're, you're on a team trying to work collaboratively. But like I noticed in one, um, one of the egg matches that, uh, I was like, okay, we're, uh, we're ahead. Like we have like 32 eggs. There are like 10 eggs, 10 eggs and the other ones. And at this point, only like two teams will advance and then one team will lose uh, being third. And their, their whole team gets disqualified. And I was like, look, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, ch- I'm just going to hoard these eggs. Like I don't, we don't need to get more eggs. We just need them to keep these. There are not enough eggs who beat us out and we're already in first place and it's like a couple other people notice that and all then you're doing is just trying to be an asshole you're just like pushing and shoving like dragging people down if they think they're escaping with an egg and throwing them back into the pit um and just being a nuisance and for like the remaining 30 seconds um and it's just it is such a joy it feels great it looks great um they had matchmaking issues at launch because it seems like this game has completely exploded in popularity despite the fact that it's only available on ps4 um and pc um sony did do the smart thing where it sounds like at the last second they offered them a a bunch of money to become a free game on uh, playstation plus um, yeah, people rocket forget league two, that, yeah. Like. well people forget that rocket league like a huge part of the reason it took off i mean it would have i think it would have done well yeah regardless yeah. but part be, of, the it like,
1: showed that there was an audience for it clearly i i, I haven't seen any of it myself but like so a bunch of people have individually messed – people who aren't like – I'm not like super, super tight with have messaged be like, Austin, you have to play Fall, Fall Guys. Here is what I am playing. Please come play this game with me. It's really good, I promise. So I think it would have found the audience no matter what. But I think it would have found – but
2: like with Rocket League, like the PlayStation Plus was a, an accelerant. Like it was yes. like they just throw gasoline on a game that was already going to be pretty popular. Like it was one of the games where when you ask, ask the question, you know, was something like PlayStation Plus or is Game Pass – does it? Sure, more people play it, but does it? Does it actually result in more money going to the developers, or does it actually work counterintuitively? Um, and with Rocket League, you know, I mean. They got bought by Epic. It turned into a sensation. Like, I mean, that yeah. it worked out well for Psyonics. Um, You know, I think that it's an open question of whether that's, you know, a good deal for... I heard for a long time that PlayStation Plus was not particularly a great deal for a lot of developers, whereas I have heard that with Game Pass, it actually has been a pretty good deal for developers. I don't know if that's just a, the nature of, like, audiences or of um, contractual, contractual deals. But nonetheless, like, it, it meant that this, the Fall Guys had just an enormous first day. But by the end of the first day... Um, I started playing in the evening. I would basically like it, like it would match make me. It would cancel out. It would say, "Hey, even though we put you in this server, this server's game has started." Sorry, and I would just hit A, and then 15 seconds later, I'd be in a game. And it seems mm-hmm. to have calmed down within 48 hours of, it, of its launch. But it's just, uh it's just such a, it's just such a delight. I mean, and, and I had this feature I did at MTV years ago um, when I when I was getting started, where it was like uh, it was called like up at 3 a.m. And that was back when I was 21. It was like, if a game can keep me up past three in the morning, it's pretty damn good. And I, that is not a world I have lived in for a long uh, time, even before I had uh, children. But now my new measure is like up past 12 p.m. Like it's past midnight. Like midnight is my really hard rule of I have to be in bed because if anything goes weird in the middle of the night with either of the kids, I, I can at least like You know, get a like you know four to six hours of sleep and function the next day, and so I have to be in bed at midnight. And this game, it was like eleven fifty. I was like nearing the end of Carrion. and uh, I was like, you know, I want to play. Like I want to play Fall Guys before I go to bed, and I loaded it up um and you know two you know i had like a really bad couple of first rounds where i kept being like fuck this fuck that fuck you fuck you i'm gonna start over again like i'm, I'm gonna i gotta get at least like two or three rounds deep and suddenly it was 12 15 and uh i'd broken my uh my more uh usual sacred rule which uh, i think s- speaks a lot to uh the game i i really can't recommend it enough I, it's gonna be huge when they eventually get this on switch you know they've said that they're um, actively working uh, towards that. But just, I mean, I can't, like, you load it up and it literally is like the Fortnite UI of like, here's your big, here's your, you know, floppy, gooey Play Doh character. Um, in the corner is, here's how much you've filled a meter to like level up. Here's the store that you can tab over to. Here's where you are in season one of Fall Guys. Like, they've built in a lot of the stuff that you would have, often games build in retroactively, which is, ah shit, our game's a success. Like what are the things that you build in to like retain people past the, like, you know, the initial, um, like week or two of right. interest. This right. game has it
1: um, uh, immediately. Immediately. Like yeah. it is, it
2: is so polished and ready to roll um, to retain people and to turn it into like a real force. The next Like beyond thing. just yeah. like the headlines of the next like two weeks. Um, it's just really... It's, I was really impressed by how forward-thinking it was, like, at day one.
1: I, you know, for me, it's very much the thing of, like, I've been curious what is going to try to take that core. The Underneath the Battle Royale wasn't shooting. It wasn't hiding in bathtubs. It was here is 60 or 100 people doing a thing at the same time. Um and everything that can kind of come from that. And so I've, I've been curious to see who's going to play on that side of the Battle Royale's uh, success. So seeing this take off is, is uh, not that surprising to me, but the stuff that you're saying about it just being ready to go as a product uh, is not what I expected from seeing trailers and stuff. Like, no, no offense to as the soon the teams, as but like, I, we, no, I watched a trailer for this a year ago and it was not, I did not expect there to be legs on it in that way.
2: Well, that's and that was part of my uh, one of the questions. I was like, "All right, like for real though, like at what, like how late in the the game was it? Like we need to add season passes and have them be right. there day one because it just right. seemed, it's just it's just not the thing that you usually see, especially for um you know I mean Devolver is you know calling them a s- small publisher is probably both like still like yes and Ooh, not yeah. accurate at the same yeah. time anymore. They like to pretend they're smaller than they are, but like this game is going to be already is huge. Um, so I. They like having their scrappy image, but at this point, yeah. they are probably closer to a medium tier um, publisher with the the amount of successes they've they've had at this point. And um, uh, yeah, I was just in, in, impressed by the level of polish and forethought they had about how how do we make this stick around um, past people's uh, attention window. But I'm with you that like I you know battle royale you know I played PUBG played Fortnite. I, like, I think Battle Royale, you know, I'm, I think Halo is going to be like, they should, if they're not, they like, that game is like really well designed they for Battle Royale. They
1: announced that Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer is free to play
2: too, right? Yeah, we didn't touch on that. Yeah, they said that they, basically it leaked in like a retail image. It was like, it's going to be free to play at 120 FPS. And then like an hour later, there's like the Halo Twitter it was like, yeah, that's <laughs> happening, which I think is really s- smart, especially considering that I think, increasingly think that campaign is gonna arrive like actively on fire um when <laughs> when when the Xbox series uh, X launches. Um yeah. uh I mean it I mean dude like t- take aside um however rough that like that rollout uh was like imagine being on a team that is doing uh a launch, a premier launch game straddling one, two Three, four, five five platforms, right? Like three Mm -hmm. existing Xbox One platforms and two brand new uh, Xbox uh, Series X and whatever they're going to call, you know that, uh, you know the the lower the lower tier one. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's and it's like a open world game which your studio hasn't done. And also during the most important period of like getting that out the door, actually your whole team is going to be split up and have to adapt to a brand new way of like working remotely. Like I mean. Even in the best of circumstances, I think that game was was gonna like be a sprint to the finish because that's just what that world is like. But the the cards they've been dealt to even uh, deal with that is I I have a I, have, I feel bad for what's yeah what's it's going gonna on be a rough there. one. But but I think that multiplayer is gonna be a big hit, and I think the battle royale would make a lot of sense for, for Halo. And this is like a long you know aside to that. Uh, I just have grown tired of. There's just, there aren't that many uh, scenarios I can imagine where like X shooter adapts Battle Royale and then I'm interested in playing it beyond just like as a curiosity. Like I tried Call of Duty, like I've tried a bunch of them and I was like, cool, yeah, yeah, this makes sense, but not for me. Um, But I love the idea of like mass player dynamics. And so that's why Fall Guys has like scratched a lot of the same itch for me that a PUBG Or Fortnite was doing because, like, I love the idea of just so many people thrown into a thing at once. But Fall Guys is one of the first instances where it's like, yeah, but like, what if that in a totally different context? Um, And that's what I've been excited to see more of. Is like, okay, what do you, what do you, what the lesson of a Fortnite or a PUBG? Like, what is that on a broader design scale? And Fall Guys, whether or not this is like, like you know, purposely they looked at that and decided, I don't know, but um, it feels within the same you know, design universe, um, of, of playing with the, the, the same ideas. And yeah, it's just, it's tremendously, it's tremendously fun. I want to sit down with my uh, daughter and play it and see if they <laughs> can uh, cheer for me. Um, the developer's
1: I, history is so interesting because if, uh, if, so if you look- It's so weird. Oh, up, the, they're the like, developers are so weird. They're like the go-to, they're, they're one of uh, a handful of folks who started literally making like, flash games 15 years ago and then porting moved, games to flash porting games to flash Two. and then and then were from what i'm looking at it, one of those huge audiences that was or, or studios that was doing early work on phone i'm on bringing games onto smartphone uh, uh but not just like not just like um uh games you would you would have known or heard of or liked but just like churning out stuff for ios Uh, and again like you said lots of lots of lots of uh web-based stuff web-based the web-based version of like the vancouver 2010 ski jump uh mini game from sega's olympics game goes to to the web because they they do that for them or i guess they brought a bunch of the brain training stuff to the web um or uh again lots of just like uh, licensed stuff, lots and mm-hmm. lots of. Oh, they did this for Adult Swim. They did this for Warner Brothers. They did this for for you know they they brought um uh, uh god I saw something else that just you know MotoGP onto Facebook um, and just like doing that churn and like yeah we're gonna be that that middleman. They man. Developed,
2: developed Gears Pop right. Even like very recently
1: change in like 2014 they they were the uh, folks who I guess. Um, brought over and localized, Hottiful boyfriend, the pigeon dating sim, uh, and then bit by bit, it's a yeah, like, wow, oh, They did a they did that fable fortune game, which I think is like the Fantastic fable Beast
2: cases from the Wizarding World for season. Android and iOS. Right, right. Uh, new Yahtzee.
1: If what you wanted was Yahtzee, but new, you could you could yeah, play but this that. is new
2: Yahtzee with buddies. Oh, uh, with buddies. <laughs> like, I like don't Not sell just this game short. yazis
1: And then this year, murders by number, uh, murdered by numbers, which yeah. is the uh, Sudoku. Uh, yeah, that game is great. Uh, and then, and then now fall guys. And like that, that arc of being deeply commercial, like uh, not that this is this, I bet that prepared them for the thing you're saying that they did well here of, of giving the game, uh, uh, coming in with a, a season pass and understanding that there's a long tail on these things and, and trying to, to encourage that probably comes from 15 years of doing the sort of work that like, no one signs up to do or when they say they want to make games very few people say i want to be the person who's going to port bejeweled to (laughs) a website but they did that work and that's interesting like i I think that that's a uh, i have no idea what the company culture is i cannot speak to that at all uh but but
2: that's a fun that's a fun arc to have to 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 look at well even the way the the storefront works is i haven't like totally worked out how all the Thing, like, you, you get more points as you get further into rounds, which then fills a, a meter, and, you, you know, you're getting unlocks for the season pass based on how you're leveling up through it. But then, so there are two currencies. Like, this is purple, you know, amorphous, you know, Fall Guys currency, and then there are crowns. And the thing you get if you win a round, like, the final thing that that occurs is, like, when you're down to 10 people, there's, like, a sprint in a smallish kind of area with a couple, handful of obstacles to grab this crown. And only one person gets it, and then you, and then you win. And I haven't done that. Yet. And at this point, I probably missed my window because I needed to do it when – like in the first 24 hours when people didn't know how to play the game. Um, mm-hmm. But the there are – those are the two currencies are crowns and um, this like this purple money. And so I think – my guess is you can probably per- outright purchase that stuff to get some of the more unique outfits. But it also does seem like then it rewards like, hey, if you want the most unique stuff – crowns are required and so you can it seems like you can either get that by buying it and i reserve the right to be wrong on that because i don't want to misspeak cuz i didn't like fully investigate the ui on this but it also seems like hey like if you're the if you're a really good player you're going to earn crowns and then you can get like the dinosaur costume um and th- that's just like a neat way to like to to think about how you're going to reward players for uh like hey this person like is clearly good at the game like they have something that you can only obtain through crowns um, that, you know, that you get at the, all the way at the end of one of these, these rounds and just uh, it's, yeah, there's all sorts of things you can, they've already said they're going to do like a Twitch integration where that's going to influence, you know, what happens in the play spaces. And it's, uh, there's just the, the possibilities are sort of like endless for what they could do in this, that it's like really, it's just exciting to imagine what it'll look like even in just six months, because great. You let like, you nailed the foundation already and there's just nowhere to go, but like really, fun stuff um in the future
1: awesome uh i'm gonna check it out once i have a computer <laughs> with the internet again uh, or or a playstation with the internet. once i have the internet the again internet. uh we should take a we should take a quick break when we come back we can talk more about some games and some news and some other stuff so brb All right, we are back. Kato, what have you been up to? Hey. Where do you want to start?
4: I, um, well, I was away for a while, so, but before I left, I got a few hours into Necrobarista, so we can talk about that, that came out three weeks ago, I think, now. (laughs)
1: That's a game that that was announced uh, years ago now.
4: Yeah, I had actually never heard of it when I got code, and Mm. I was like, oh, this looks neat. Um, Yeah. I like the style, and it's, um... It's essentially a uh a visual novel um in a kind of um how do I explain this? I guess um, normally when you think of visual novel you imagine that in your head you've got like a dialogue box at the bottom of the screen and some sort of two-dimensional kind of uh representation of whatever characters are speaking and like you know yeah uh, there's like a background and a then
1: background background there are the f- and, like, the, and then the foreground are character art Right. Exactly. And then further uh, foreground of that is dialogue, like you
4: said. Right. Um, that's just kind of like what comes to mind for a general visual novel. And this this game is actually uh, rendered in 3D and you can think of it as like uh, each um, couple of dialogue boxes, the, the camera will change. Right. So like because it's 3D models, um, it'll it it's got a lot more of a kind of cinematic feeling because they're um they're the whole thing is shot where like in visual novels you'll have dialogue that will be like just the character art and then there'll be when something special happens there'll be like the one like full illustration of like that thing happening you know when that happens Mm -hmm. in visual novels this is like all everything is you know framed and set up very uh deliberately uh, so that's like the first big change. And the, the second thing about this that is very interesting is, um, so the story, uh, is about this, um, oh, what's it called? A uh, cafe. I can't, I can't words this morning. My brain is not, uh, <laughs> no this worries. cafe that exists, um, in the space between, uh, the la- the world of living people and uh, whatever comes next is basically like this kind of purgatory in between those two. But you only have a certain amount of hours that you could spend there before you have to move on. Um, mm. And what's interesting is that people can actually somehow transfer and end up selling and bartering for those hours. Um, because the next like phase is unknown. Like people don't know what happens when you cross over. Which is they- scary right exactly so like uh sometimes people just want to stay there um sometimes people accrue uh what's interesting is that this this specific shop has accrued a large time debt because they let people stay and then their extra time kind of transfers over like the time that those people that are staying in the cafe like stay extra like it becomes a debt that the, the bar the or ca- the
1: cafe has to own? Or has that, to pay Yeah, has back? to pay
4: to, like, an institution that, like, keeps track of the get, times. How do they get time to pay it back? Well, they they have to, like... Um, one of the things that actually happens kind of earlier on is what one of the baristas, the, like, main character, her name is Maddie. Uh, she's, like, the, the the one with the red glasses that you see on all the art if you go right. look up this game. Um, she... um she like bet she like runs this under underground betting like ring of like she, the the first one is she plays the knife game you know where you like put your hand uh-huh. on the table and like you have yeah. to like put it in between oh, your fingers i know the knife game <laughs> yeah um and uh people just like bet that they could like do it as uh, more times than she can and she always wins obviously uh it seems i haven't gone much further but there's definitely something nefarious about the way she's doing it it's probably magical there's a lot of um illusion so far i'm only i'm 3 hours in but i think i'm only like given there's like kind of a, um a chapter like overview that you can see in the, in one of the menus uh mm-hmm. I'm probably only like just about hitting half not quite to halfway through um and they haven't really explained exactly what her deal is yet but i'm interested in like it's it's very if you like anime it's very kind of like in that um type of like storytelling that's very um i guess bombastic is a word to to say like the characters are all kind of out um outsized but that kind of makes the moments where they're um, more staid and restrained interesting, right? Like you can, it it makes those like bigger moments feel like facade in a way that is kind of, you know, interesting. And then as you move through the story uh, what's interesting is that in between kind of episodes, there aren't any like dialogue choices. You're not really playing a specific character. Mm. Um, but there's uh moments where you're in the cafe and you can move around in like first person uh and you can interact with different objects, and each object has another like, story uh associated with it that you can only unlock if you've collected certain uh words that link to these memory the 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 objects are linked to memories. Um and so what happens is at the end of each kind of like ch- main chapter, uh, you get like a series of words that were said during that chapter that were associated to certain things. um, And it's, you just kind of pick them. And then you find out that each one, like, for example, somebody said the word uh, knife, for example, when they were doing that knife thing. And you kind of are trying to guess at what, it's going to be associated to because there's a second layer of like meaning that is what is used to unlock memory. So then the word knife is associated with magic in this case. And when you're back in the like first person area roaming around, uh, there'll be a memory that requires you to have three magic words and one like Maddie word or something, for example. So it's, what
1: do you, is it possible to not have what you need?
4: Uh yeah, Uh, I've oh interesting. Like there, there's basically you. You're the the cafe is like this uh, two floor uh deal. Uh, so on the first floor, like when you start out, there's like let's say ten different memories that are like available. Um, I was move I had moved on to the second floor and had only actually unlocked like two of the first floor memories because I like got word combinations that were not quite enough to unlock memories um i think you can go back so like I, i'm not sure exactly if there it's possible but so far it seems like you will be missing stuff on first playthroughs right right um, right and uh, it sets up this very interesting kind of like um you're like thinking of words and the like the as as you're like playing as you're like going through the like set scenes those words will pop up like they're like highlighted in a color so you know like oh that's one of the words i'll be thinking about later right um, so you end up thinking trying to remember which is interesting because they're the they're, they're linked to the memories that you're trying to unlock um mm-hmm. and um it has this really i don't know there's something really interesting about the way that it associates the word that you're picking to its like deeper meaning that has this it it has this sense of memory right it has this sense of like um I don't really remember what this was about but I remember how I felt during it or something like that yeah you know? there's
1: like, like a it's like tickling something in your brain it's like it's like an associate it's as if there's an association that you yeah. can't quite reach to yeah yeah
4: and it's really it's really inter- it's a really interesting uh um mechanic to kind of unlock these other like extra story bits and then the characters themselves are like really fun and uh exuberant like i m- mentioned before um there's a lot of th- these people very obviously in like Fullmetal alchemists there's a lot of like alchemy references that are directly tied to that series that are fun lots of um,
1: uh uh laws of of equivalent exchange type stuff
4: uh more like um uh, lots of transmutation circles and like alchemy in that sure. specific sense. Uh, uh-huh. and then, yeah. Um, and yeah, like the whole, like trading your time situation kind of like runs into a little bit of like equivalent exchange. Like, yeah, you can pay for this, uh, coffee in time. Uh, that's equivalent <laughs> or what is, equivalent sure. is in question. Um, but so yeah, I've been really enjoying it, um, a lot more than I thought I would when I started. Cause that, I was kinda of surprised that there wasn't dialogue like there wasn't dialogue choices rather
1: that it wasn't yeah yeah that it was that kind you of a weren't novel, that you weren't a perspective like you weren't right.
4: embodying a perspective character uh where like normally you kind of do right like that's kind of the point mm-hmm. of a lot of visual novels um and so but the the fact that like it still is interesting there's still kind of choices to like what you unlock and what you're trying to like the connections you're trying to make is still really fun and um I've been enjoying it. And another really odd thing about this game is something that happened today where they announced that there's new mechanics coming even though the game is out, which seems uh, weird. What? <laughs> yeah. What like, um
1: cough is it coffee mechanics is that what it is?
4: I don't know. That's the thing. It's that they oh, announced asked, them, but they've, they've not, not announced what they are. <laughs> it's like we're adding redacted and uh, polishing huh. redacted, um, which is, it's weird. It's like, what is, I guess it was technically early access if they're adding that sort of thing. Uh, the, the yeah, but new, it's out on Apple Arcade. That yeah, to me feels out. like it's out. It is out. Yeah. And I think it's finished. Um, but from what the announcement says, there's like characters that you briefly meet that they're going to expand on. Um, so it's just hmm. like, there's there's still more, more to it, even if... Um, like a six-hour game doesn't sound like you're gonna like sit with it. There's they're they're adding stuff they're adding new stuff already, which is neat. Huh. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad it, it came out. Like again, this was a yeah. game that I remember I remember seeing three or four years ago, maybe a, a Kickstarter for or a trailer for, and I kind of felt mm-hmm. like, whoa, this looks great. And then it has did not- a
4: fucking sick late title card that is hell yeah late as hell. Like I was not I was like, oh shit we're doing this now. Okay, uh, it's really good, really good, really stylish. Incredible,
1: yeah. <laughs> God! Uh, you also said you're playing another thing. I don't know if you want to shout that out really quick.
4: Yes, hex, hex, hex. Um, this is interesting because I played it. I played it wrong, technically. Right. So oh. <laughs> you remember that game? Uh, keep talking and nobody explodes, right? Yes, of course. You've got uh, one player sitting in front of a bomb. And you're supposed to cooperatively play with somebody else who has the instructions on how to defuse that bomb. Hex is very okay. similar, but what it is is that you're uh, a hacker and you're hacking banks to steal money. Um, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> um, uh, except that it is that same sort of setup where you're supposed to be talking with another player, but because both of both players' things are like in. T- Keep talking. Nobody explodes. One of the players things is like a physical book usually that you yeah. print out or like you can have the PDF or whatever. It's like not. Yeah, but it's like, like a game. manual.
1: There's a separate thing not on the screen. Yeah, right.
4: Uh, In this one, it's both screen like both things are screens because you're both hackers. One of you is just like on supposed to be like on location. The other one is supposed to be like remote. Um, OK, uh, but so what it allows for as far as solo play is that you can actually tab between the two screens um, ah. <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, okay, I'll go ahead and do that. I picked it up because I, I thought it, um, like I really enjoyed, uh, what's it called? I can't remember, even though I enjoyed it, uh, that Zactronics game that came out last year, last year, a year, a year ago. The 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 hackers. Exapunx. Exapunks, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put like a fair amount of time in that. I was like, oh, another one of these that looked like. Turns out it's not like that at all. Um it's <laughs> more it's more it's it's less actual like coding stuff and more like uh a series of different puzzles that you have to communicate uh with another player with similar
1: to keep talking, presumably, right? Where, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. where like, oh what do you see? Do you right. see a X or something green or whatever? Yeah.
4: One of them is for, one of them is like, um, you know, those pipe mini games that are like hacking mini games in, fucking in a million games. Every yeah. game. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, one of yes. those is that, but, um, you only have, there's a set number that the person on, um, there's a set number of pipes that the person like on location sees. And then the person that's remote has a blank, like, um, grid where they can drop new pieces for that other player um so it's that sort of thing where you have to communicate okay like i need a an elbow piece at d3 and like you drop it on and then the person on the other side spins it to make sure it's in the right position and connects all the pipes and stuff um one uh-huh. of them one of them is a, a a password force um app where the person on location just like taps in a random password and then on the other end it gives you the probability of each of those letters being in and gives you a list of like possible passwords that you can try next so you're just kind of reading out the passwords to the other player and they're typing them in as fast as possible to try to just force into uh, a computer um uh one of them is uh y'all remember that morse code bullshit on keep talking where there's like yeah the blinking light, light the lights yeah, and uh-huh. radio it's there's things similar to that in here like it it keeps getting as complex and Didn't like
1: increase yeah 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 gotcha. it
4: increasingly uh gets more complex to the point where even as one player flipping between the instruction it's it's here's the thing that's the even thing that's with different perfect about information
1: this. it was difficult for you yeah even though you literally knew so yeah
4: the thing about keep talking is that one person is doing interaction. The other one is just reading instructions and trying to relay information. This is both mm-hmm. sides have interaction that they have to do correctly or else it fucks up. Right. Ah, okay. Like, cool. like you're, you're not only giving the person like on location information, you're also pressing buttons on your end with the information they give you back. Right. It's going both ways instead of just like the, the kind of one, uh, like as far as like interaction on, uh, on the screen goes. Um, Mm -hmm. so I can see how that would be really fun with people. Uh, it was like, uh, kind of maddening as a a single person trying to tab back and forth and not understanding like, oh shit. Uh, that's the other thing. The tutorial is real bad. Um, this isn't like keep talking where the, because one of the things is literally the instructions that you just have to read through them and eventually you get to know them. It's like in game while the timer is fucking going down, there's a timer for, all of these uh, heists, uh, you have to like click a tutorial window and read through both sides as one player. So it's just like, kind of frustrating to get up and running and understanding what even the game wants you to do sometimes. Uh, for example, if you play the pipe game, it's not super clear that whatever is there for the person on site, like the like set pieces that the pipe puzzle starts with, all of those have to apparently be connected in a single loop. And then you also have to reach the end, which can be done separately. Um, And it was unclear. Like I kept getting failures and I was like not understanding because there's a piece where you can like cap a pipe basically. And apparently that doesn't work for those set pieces. It only works if uh, there's an extra piece off to the the side that you placed that needs a cap. Um, Small things like that where it's just like the instructions aren't super clear. Um, but given the type of game that it is, it kind of makes it that you're going to like do a lot of trial and error anyways, you like
1: do multiple runs. And especially yeah, yeah, if you're only out.
4: looking at one side of the thing, like you only have to do the tutorial of one, either the control or the, the hacker on site. Um, it's probably less frustrating then, than like, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm spending most of this time or the first couple times, just getting my head around what these puzzles mean. Cause they're not, not very intuitive, but once I did get them down, it actually kind of felt great to do it by myself and like swap back and forth, like real hacker shit, (laughs) like, uh, tabbing through windows and shit. Um, but I'm sure this would actually be much more fun with other people. So I'm going to see if I can try that soon, but yeah, cool. It's a, it's it's an early access still. There's like quite a bit, uh, um, forget exactly what the number of like heists is, but, uh, there's like planned like many, many chapters. So it looks like there's gonna be lots of lots of different puzzles and stuff. Cool.
1: Um, before we get out of here, Patrick, I do know there's some news stories you wanna hit uh and talk through, uh, including some of the Yeah, pretty three four three things.
4: announced
2: as you're we recording this that they are adding an d- d- uh a co developer for Halo Infinite. <laughs> Which what? Is not, what? That's, not, that's what? No, it's just what? it's just a it's what? just a supplemental studio. Every triple A game does when this. now uh, literally it? while we were yeah. No, but that uh, game's But
1: well, where are they adding them?
2: Uh, spare us off. It's... it's they, there are... Going forward,
1: this, though? That game's out in months.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is, there, there are... They, they're called basically like supplementary studios. They're studios that are designed to just like, hey, here's a bunch of work that like the the main team can't get across the finish line. It is offloaded right. to these like supplemental studios. It's actually like a lot okay. of like how Ubisoft gotcha. is structured. Um. Mm. So it's like you know, i'm I, I was just laughing at um the um the fact that this came across as a headline just after, you, yeah, just yeah like this is this is the responsible thing to do is to is, to bring is, in somebody yes, contra- else contract someone yes. to like, hey, we you know you can there's all sorts of things like uh the, the equivalent of busy work that it's like you know why would the main you know the more critical you know designers, programmers, et cetera work on x, y, and z when it's like, hey, these folks can follow the blueprint and take it across the, the finish line. So while we're working Spar- on some more this, critical stuff, sure. Yeah, this Sparasoft Studio, okay. that's this is literally what they're built to do. Is like they come into games gotcha. and it's like, what do you need us to do? Go do that. It's like, okay. So it was just. Yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I hope 343 three gets it. I hope it, I hope that game comes out
2: good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I would like I, one that of game, those. That game kind yeah. of has to ship, but I've I've also uh, you know it is not hard in my head to like imagine the campaign slipping to december and then, and then launching and, with the, and the multiplayer is yeah. what launches with and it's like hey you know it's still coming before the end of the year but you uh-huh. know you know here's the multiplayer on on day one um you know sort Oof. of as increasingly it becomes like kind of clear it's like this next gen launch is i mean be
1: how long say. has it taken the master chief collection to ship in a complete
2: state Yeah, you know, they look, they committed to to, to turning that into something that is now heralded as like a best in class, like way to treat a collection of games. But it took them an entire generation to get there. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, I think there are still some issues out there, too. So Uh,
1: anyway, other 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 news things. Uh, Wait, what what's why do you have Spider-Man written down here? What's, I thought oh, it was at least worth noting the sure.
2: uh the Avengers game that comes out um uh next month, September, right? I think it's mid-September. Um yeah, it's gonna get Spider-Man as a PlayStation exclusive um Wait, is character. A- Avengestoney. I think so. Stop yeah, it. Look, I've seen you know there's <laughs> enough terms out there, you Kato, see? you don't need to give them new ones. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Did you see the? I mean, the thing that was going around. So the, a couple things. There was some sort of press beta, right? And some press impressions got out there. Um, but did you see the screenshot of just? Did you already talk about this? The oh, yeah! I think I shared it in like our
2: work Slack. That's just like with oh, the look.
1: UI, the yes. the um, eight different currencies and all of the different. It's just like not what I mm. want from that game <laughs> from the jump. From the jump, do you know what I mean? Like, I get how a game gets bloated and you wind up with eight different currencies. I've played Destiny, but it didn't <laughs> launch like. I mean, it launched with a bunch of. It did launch with a bunch of currencies also, but just it
3: feels yeah. like it feels like, 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 a, it three, feels like not that's eight. not.
1: Right, not seven or eight <laughs> or whatever it was. Whatever um, it is and, you know now. It, that screen looked like a version of something that you would see in a Marvel Ultimate Alliance or something. In terms of just like here's all the different you know gear you can equip with lots of incremental tiny bonuses to various things, and uh, you know some of the early impressions that I read seemed seemed generally the, the impressions p- seemed to
2: like generally positive, to be the game is better than you thought it might be. I unfortunately I was invited to like the press beta that all these were written up on um i was like oh it's like you know open for the weekend it's like sunday night my wife went to sleep family family's in bed sat down with a beer and it's like all right i'm gonna check out this avengers beta that i that i use some of my bandwidth cap for um which is a you know uh, comcast finally decided even though the pandemic's not over like cool we're like done giving you unlimited <laughs> da- like data we're back to <laughs> we're back to charging you for that shit um and I sat down and it's like servers are offline and then i looked at the email and i was like oh It was only Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not Friday,
4: Saturday, Sunday. Oh, brutal. That sucks. Um,
2: Brutal. And i will be out of town this weekend, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to play it this weekend. But um, uh, yeah, anyway, I just thought it was curious. The Spider-Man thing is curious because um, it's not like the insomniac interpretation of Spider-Man is being put into Avengers. It is um, just a Crystal Dynamics version of Spider-Man being put into uh, Avengers, and it's a DLC, which means it won't be story- uh, dependent. It'll just have to be a character that gets added. And it also appears that they were like a you know, year ago, were like real cagey about the fact that they weren't doing, weren't planning to do cross play, which didn't make a lot of sense for oh. one of these types of games. And I don't know that I necessarily want to draw like a line to, if you want to include Spider-Man, like can't do crossplay, but it seems to have been potentially contributing factor for a game um that would benefit from audiences you know look at the stadia version of you know destiny 2 you know like the audiences being able to communities being able to play together um can be important and like spider-man you know it's not just like a you know what would you do it's like hey if someone picks spider-man like they get match makes somewhere else or can't you know what i mean like no, it's a they, weird i
1: mean the thing that well, mm, uh so you know, just to be clear it's he's only coming to ps Four, right or it's yeah, a sony yeah. platforms because this game yeah. will come out on ps5 presumably yeah. also um you do what you do in a, in a fighting game you make sure the character exists on both platforms you just only
2: like you
1: just don't get yeah. to play as him Do you know what yeah. i mean in a fighting yeah, game? yeah but, don't that's, download but the like DLC. i think i
2: think this is sony ex- so i should be clear there is yeah. no indication that contractually the uh sony owns the video game rights to uh spider-man and it's my understanding that that is not the case. Like, you know, uh, even though the, the rights like in a
1: broad way, you mean, in a broad sense. It is not, it is, there is
2: nothing like sort of preventing like Spider-Man was in Marvel ultimate Alliance three, which was on switch. Right. So, so like even, even absent insider information,
1: Spider-Man was in Marvel, uh, Marvel, uh, uh, Versus Capcom, th- whatever, whatever the the most recent one of those. But but,
2: but like even e-
1: like that was right. like
2: years ago at this point. Like even after Sony and Disney like renegotiated, right, and, right, like, right, right, things right. things could be kind of like thrown in the air. And Spider Man PS4 came out. Like it is my understanding that Spider Man could appear elsewhere, but that um that he's like not. And part of you know that is partially a Sony like Sony and Marvel are like could be pretty tight going forward. And so I think this is Sony sort of. Like, you know, making a deal with Marvel to be like, hey, we're just we want so we want Spider-Man to be a uh, PlayStation IP, basically. And this is a way mm-hmm. of but I I the reason I felt bad was because like just like Crystal Dynamics like clearly couldn't just come out and say that. Like go read like this really painful IGN Japan oh. interview where the, the the guy is like whatever designer or whoever It's like, you know, like, this is the only character that's going to be like this. And, like, Sony and Marvel just have, like, a special relationship. And it was, like, really painful for... I don't know if this game is going to be any good. But it, like, came out of the gate and was just panned. Nobody liked the way it looked. It was, like, it was it had a real mountain to climb after its first impression. They, they, they soon have been endearing some goodwill or that, like, they'd be, like, listening to fans. And, like, I don't know. Like, it seemed like things were kind of, like, in an upswing for it. And then something like this comes along and it's just, you know... Like, as they go into the home stretch for launch, it's just like, you know, Sony puts them yeah. in, a, in a hole um in a way Sp- that But People seems,
1: like Spider-Man. Uh, People really like yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, the Spider-Man,
2: a like, is, is, is a very popular, if not the most popular, you know, uh, comic book character, especially on the Marvel side. um And, and, and yeah, it's just a... But I, I have heard um, that, like, stuff like this, like Sony locking up, or just, like, locking up third-party stuff in general is going to be a theme going forward, so... Um, New consoles, guess, new ready, reasons
1: to try to, yeah, yeah, get ready for, for attention for more yeah. of that. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. The, uh, the, the less frustrating news, though there's still aspects of this that frustrate me as someone who is, who is is pro-labor organization and, and pro-smart labor organization, uh, is the story uh, that came out of uh, Bloomberg, uh, was it two days ago now, from, from Schreier. Uh, let me just read the headline. Blizzard workers organize on company Slack seeking pay increases. Uh, good on them. I'm super excited mm-hmm. for the fact that they're, or they're, they're asking for very specific things. They're asking for a different like changes to the way the promotion process happens. They're uh, asking for um, uh, more vacation time. Uh, some, like, QA pay and customer service, for, yeah, getting yeah, like, better, yes, exactly. better pay. Exactly. Um, don't do it in the Slack. Don't do it in the company Slack. <laughs> Are you pl- please. Please, yeah. I'm begging you not to use your company, anything owned by the company to do your organization. If you want like to make a big – there are ways to strategically have an event or something on the company Slack and do a Slack takeover. There are things you can do there. But don't do the organization on <laughs> Slack and Slack DMs with your work email on the work network. I'm begging you. <laughs> there are lot of I mean it does seem like examples. part of the
2: reason though, but the, like part of the reason, you know, Jason was able to report on this was fo- like by – I mean, you're right, but by having a story written about it, it sort of not that it doesn't prevent Activision, or oh totally Blizzard or Activision Blizzard, from like being vindictive, but it does suddenly make any move that the company would make that be could be perceived as being against the folks that are organizing for like. Let's be clear, like some pretty milquetoast demands. Yeah. Like this isn't like a radical <laughs> transformation mean, of like the relationship right. between labor and and <laughs> and and management. And management. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, I, I yeah I agree with you that, like, you're getting that into a separate Slack. There's just like, that's too
1: many like, examples of Amazon firing people who are trying to – or Google firing people who are trying to, to organize. It also or means they can watch, cut, right? Or, like, or, yes, I don't know yes. how
2: Slack works exactly, but it would not – It is I would not secure some, for workers. They can somehow find a way to read everything that's going on. And uh, you know what? Maybe if, the, if this organizer was on this call, they'd be like, yeah, like – Fucking, we want them to watch it happen. Like we want them to watch the unrest. And I could see the argument there. Um, yeah, but I'm yeah, just I'm, be-
1: um, I'm begging you, if you're listening, even not at at Blizzard, to be very thoughtful about where and how you organize. Because however, however, um, however much you think you have the upper hand in turn of the in terms of the optics, they will use every advantage they can to shut you down to separate you, to remove information that you need, uh, et cetera. So please – there's a great – there's actually a great article up on on Motherboard, which is uh, how to organize your workplace without getting caught. Uh, please read that one. But but also, uh, just to be clear, huge shout-outs to the, the folks organizing this. I do think yeah. it's great that they're doing this. I cannot imagine working at a behemoth like Blizzard that has been so notorious in terms of its work conditions, in terms of its de- the demands it places on people in its uh. In well, its and like, there's been a lot
2: of folks coming out in the result of this story mentioning that, like, when they've had, re- you know, relationships with Blizzard's, like, sort of, like, recruitment efforts about just how much they radically... Do not vet, like they put so much of a priority on the prestige of coming to work at Blizzard and will like not even necessarily match salaries that you currently have <laughs> because yeah. they're like, Oh, yep. but yeah, but you get to come work at Blizzard. Um, and like I've heard that like publicly and privately from a few folks um, like since this story uh, came out. I mean, I even, you know, I ended up sharing, I don't work in development, but I shared a similar story that I had where I interviewed a Game Pro before I went to Giant Bomb. And the offer letter was, like, laughable and, like, what I was making when I was 21. And I said, no, <sighs> it's not nearly enough money. And the response was, you should, like, be happy that you get to do this job. And I said, fuck you. And went to go, you know, took the better offer letter. So, like, this stuff is – like, this is how, like, that sort of, like, prestige, like, come work at a, you know, quote, unquote, you know, amazing company. Um, Like, that's how that's how that stuff becomes insidious, especially totally. over time. Um, totally. So, One of the I, first- I hope – Oh, go ahead.
1: One of the first pieces I wrote for Paste back in the day was a piece with Ian Williams about a recruitment video that Blizzard did um, uh, and about how in this video, like, you know, this is a big company that at the time had a good – still had a good reputation as a place to go work because of a lot of fringe benefits, a lot of, like, free meals in a, in a beautiful cafeteria, a great campus – uh the pay was was better than it, their their competitors at the time blah 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 and none of that shows up in their recruitment video The recruitment video is 100% prestige quote unquote family uh talking about the sorts of projects you'll get to be a part of and none look of at it this like this big orc statue in the front Look at this big orc place. statue exactly exactly and it's like if you're not even if you're not making it a, a priority to recruit on the basis of the material relationship that you're offering somebody the pay the benefits the fact that you'll like you will have free meals, even or blah blah blah. Then, then those things aren't the. That's not what the company values, right? Those things are now secondary to just the prestige, and they'll be the first ones on the chopping block. They're not going to ensure you good pay because they're not even basing that on. They're not even basing their recruitment efforts on good pay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and it's just it's it's just it's deeply insidious to to have uh, to try to bring your workers in on the promise that what you're coming into is a family or something like that because it's not. It, that's not not what what the relationship to your workplace should be. You can be close to your to your coworkers. You should have a sense of camaraderie. You should absolutely build a sense of solidarity. But but your management team is not your family. You know what I mean? You shouldn't you, you shouldn't bend or flex in the same way that you would for a a loved family member. Uh, and any demand that that some that a workplace makes of you like that is going to be an effort of taking advantage of you in some way. So always be on the lookout out of that stuff. And and again, shout outs to the team there who is who is leading the charge on trying to make their workplace a little bit better.
2: Yeah. And it's like just between this, you know, you have the uh the the writer, the contracted writers at voltage, like actively doing a public strike, which by the time this publishes, there'll be um some news on that I can't get into here. Okay. Um and uh, like those are all, I feel like the, all of these like little signs that hopefully ten years from now, you know, hopefully sooner than that. But like you, you look back and go, oh, those were the things that led to bigger yeah. changes. Yeah. Like I know, like just the, like when you think of, when you say it out loud, like people organizing to share how much each person makes to have a, a sense of how much you're being over or underpaid relative to your coworkers. Like that seems like really small. But like we don't like just those basic things aren't even happening, and so like those are the building blocks for actual like material change that may seem incremental at the time, but like will have knock on effects that will appreciate over time. Um, and so hopefully this happens at Blizzard, and then happens at other places, big and small. Um, it's really important that it's happening at the big places. You know, I yes. mean, you want small, you want smaller places to treat their workers uh, right. That's it's important that it happened wherever, but. It's like real movement like doesn't change without it happening at these massive studios that employ thousands, tens of thousands. And so hopefully this is just the beginning of of more folks taking – doing this privately and then publicly talking about the disparities. <laughs> but um, hopefully this, this – uh, hopefully results in better pay and better conditions and also inspires for other folks to – um, to do the same thing like because it's one thing to like share it on Twitter like I think that's good like you know I did that you know I shared what I make and um, in, in the hopes that that uh, well one makes it clear how much of an outlier I am to other folks that do writing for a living um, but that that doesn't help like and you need the, d- the data collated like amongst the stack of everyone um, and it can get lost in social media so making this organized internal list is like a better way to understand how mm-hmm. exactly it where those like, discrepancies 50%. are, what yeah, you where can like, negotiate we, for, yeah, yeah, the problem with, like the problem with like when I shared how much I made, which I was trying to be helpful, but I also noticed in the discourse around me sharing that was like, oh wow, like actually well, it turns out games writers so, like make pretty good money, and I was like, no, oh, okay, like we really need like because there wasn't the context of like what other people make, like it wasn't clear that no, like I'm a longstanding outlier uh-huh. compared to other folks like. Yes, there are other people that like make what I do and um but there are a lot most most the vast majority don't make anywhere near that. And so like the reason it's important I thought it was important for me to to explain how much I made was to show the discrepancy because that that gap is Im- important whatever you make, you know whatever you think or make of how much uh, I I make doing what I do for a living. Um to sh- you need to see what the people are making along that spectrum. Um it's like I'm just a small data point and it's like without and, understanding and all the other data points it's not it doesn't really work.
1: Systemically speaking the, your data point exists As justification for the other data points. Like one of the ways in which capitalism's internal logic functions is the production of outliers such that the bulk of people can look at the outlier and say, that'll be me one day. I'm definitely on the road to that. When in fact – and this is no discredit to you or your skill set necessarily, Patrick. But like the way you get there is not just hard work or skill. Right. Like there's right. a great deal of luck. There's a great deal of things lining up nicely. Um, there's a great deal of being in the right and place it's at the right time. getting paid like shit for a long and
2: time. Like I'm right, 35, right, totally. like I spent, four, I spent <laughs> right, you know, 13 right. years not well, making and- much money
1: and there's a there's a there's a deal of it that that does come down to like being in the right identitarian categories like as yep. a white dude and like as a white dude who is a dad who is from the midwest there are all these different things that fit you into cultures workplace cultures very smoothly that does that that has not happened for a lot of other folks where they wouldn't necessarily be able to jump from job to job because they would feel a sense of insecurity they wouldn't feel like they could And again, i'm not here to psychoanalyze you or 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 just <laughs> no, no but it's it's also it's also vague you know I mean? like
2: when when someone comes to work advice or goes to anywhere else and they want it, they, they look at their own resume and go like, look, my work stacks up to Patrick's like, I'm sorry. I haven't been doing this since I was 14. Like that dude is a fucking outlier, right. but, um, you know, like they should be able to being,
1: negotiate right.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying I need to be necessarily pay what he's paid, but like relative to what you're giving me, like this doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. And like, and that's it- the value of, of having that available. Totally, totally, totally.
1: And the thing to remember about these numbers, it was like, it's wild to, to think about here. But if a company, if a company, a for profit company is paying someone something, by and large, they are making more from that person than they are paying them. Vice yeah, is I'm underpaid. Like, uh, not even saying that not not as as much much as as other like people whining. Certainly. I'm just saying that, like, no, that's right. how
2: all of that works is like they, they have to make a profit is, on you.
1: Correct. They're making a profit on you. You were being alienated not only from the product of your, of your creation, but also from the, 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 the value that you're producing for the company. Um, then it's happening again, certainly not just Patrick, also for Kano, also for me. <laughs> I know what the fuck it is. You know, listen, we could one day I will disclose all of my, my numbers at some point and we can be like, whoa, okay, weird, um, because they are not great. Uh, I think I've talked about before having the, the shit that this company has uh, put me through to get up to where i should have been compared to other people at my level including some people below my level um in any case it's it sucks out there i'm i'm happy the folks at blizzard are negotiating and are organizing and and i hope that the, all that shit goes well um my headphones are dying. My headphones just gave me the like boop boop. Oh, you got the beep yeah. That
2: means you got five minutes. So we got to Dude, wrap up. let me
1: tell you something. I got the second beep. It already beeped at me once. Oh, so we should wrap <laughs> up. Why,
2: why are you wearing both of them at the same time? You got to do I the, the I one well, AirPod have wow. to the other. I, that's what I should have
1: done. That's what I should have done. done. You're Damn, right. I bet, I I, I bet they're that. dying at different speeds, even. It's, yeah. I wanted the hardware because <laughs> well, I use the, the right
2: AirPod way more. I basically don't need the left AirPod. Like, I could use two right AirPods and that right. would like be a better use of my time. Just do um, the triple. Anyway, sorry, now we're wasting your time. You're we're wasting your time. We are wasting got to do it. Disappear.
1: Thank you, as always, to Boer for letting us use the track. Miss you off the EPPL machine. Find out more about that at and Find me on Twitter at Walker. Find all of us at twitter.com waypoint.vice.com. Where you can people find you, Patrick?
4: Bye, Patrick Cotto. At A underscore Cotto underscore appears. As always,
1: we'll be back on Monday with more. And uh, fuck capitalism, go home. Patrick, before we started the podcast today, mm-hmm. uh, a thing that I said was, or we looked, there was a Sony event that was going to be happening, right? Yeah. And what I said, I can't pull it up because of laptop issues and internet issues. Still, uh, was we don't need to cover it unless anything cannot, like Waypoint canonical happens, like. <laughs> And there's a limited number of games that fit that description. I mean, it's like
2: Yeah, and I and I said explicitly, I was like, no, no, no. I asked around, like, it's cool, like this is right. not the event that we need to like record right. late and stress Kato out with editing and yada yada yada. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Hi Kato. <laughs> um, and so we chose not to 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 cover it. Uh, and now it's hours and hours later. We've had full days. I've been tapping my foot waiting for the internet to show up. Uh, it hasn't shown up yet uh and uh, uh it turns out that at this playstation event which has some other stuff i might talk about on monday uh there was a uh, a release date trailer for well the game. so i so let me oh, let's okay let's be yeah, let's, clear let's, yes um
2: huh? uh i left i went and I, I walked my i knew this was happening and i was like right. i'm good i'm not gonna sit down and watch this like i'll just a, catch up afterwards right um i'm taking the next two days off and i was like i'm gonna go down the place down the street, get the car cleaned, use those little vacuum things, like yeah, get yeah. it all worked out, like just, you know, spend a little time chilling out as the day starts to wind down. Uh, and then uh, I told my wife, I was like, hey, can you watch the baby? I'm going to take like an hour, go finish, you know, uh, uh, winding down the day. And I come down, just Twitter blowing up. Just people yeah. like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, what did I, what did what I did do? do? What did <laughs> yeah. I do? Did my drafts folder just get published? Um <laughs> Like... <laughs> What, what, what happened? And uh, then, uh, yeah. A that, real so Megaton.
1: The, 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 the yeah, leaked. the
2: real, yeah, the real, was, the real not Megaton, what was it, the Giga, Giga, the Giga Leak. Leak. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would be a Megaton if, if your
1: drafts folder the, the, the,
2: the, uh, the, Discord DMs that Austin and I had a couple hours ago got leaked out. Um. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway. There's a Spelunky 2 release date. There's a Blocky 2 release date and a trailer for, yeah, which i have watched not seen yet. yet. No, I watched no. it
1: on my phone, uh-huh. uh, which is not ideal. And now I'm going to watch it on my computer at... Because I've already seen it, so it's okay that the next thing I'm going to say is real. So you're
2: saying we're not here to, to talk about the 30 minutes of Godfall oh no, um, my god that play. trailer kept going there's other stuff there i think genshin
1: impact looks cool i think uh, uh that game with you're running with the, with the with the hawk that looks cool that's a cool yeah, studio yeah. that game looks cool i'll talk about that on monday for now uh, we're gonna live watch the state of play Splunky 2 release date trailer which you've not seen i've no. seen it i'm now gonna watch it at like 144p tethered <laughs> to my phone but it's you'll see it doesn't matter it's fine
2: okay all right I'm gonna, is, uh,
1: i think this is a great trailer that's all i'm saying all right
2: all right so uh three two one I click and then go. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Three, two, one. Look at that new. Is that new ESR- ESRB Hi, logo? I think so. I'm the
3: creator of Spelunky. Hi, Derek. Yep. Oh. For Spelunky Two, I wanted perfect. to make sure we made something that got old fans excited and also brought in new players.
2: It was important. Now we'll say like I have, have been made worried about this game. game. Yes. I'm worried yes. about Same. Spelunky Two. Oh, dead! Oh, well, that's good. Already,
3: already, fans Mwah. Game through their friends and family.
2: That's a and that was a big dragon. On
0: the that
3: was a big dragon. That's one reason why we're adding online multiplayer, so that more yep. people. Yeah. Okay, can play online multiplayer. Together. I get that it. That makes sense. Online multiplayer. You
2: know. And I, I also
3: wanted to include that feeling of community into Spelunky to itself, to make sure that the game felt. I, what well was, that, what was that for? You was that for the
1: Clover? Difficult. What was that? I don't know. I so want to know what, what was that item
3: does. runs and discover new characters. You'll also be building an in-game community and family. Cool. Yeah. Nashion does that. I love Spelunky that. Nashion feel much more rich and dynamic than Spelunky One. It's going to feel a lot more full. Players will be able to explore and interact with it in lots of new ways. All right, levers, right. hidden switches, levers. Mm-hmm.
1: turkeys, riding turkeys. Returning
2: turkeys to get a key well, truly when he says you're building a family like how can you do that without? Bringing in turkeys. Between
3: branching paths as you make your way deeper into so the new traps.
2: trap type you see that oh, yeah branching path That's an interesting idea that's, mm-hmm. that that also chooses a lot of elements for him, him to hide extra. yes s- Secrets in even this game After
3: many many hours of playing. I still have interesting runs that don't even go past the first area
2: me too, sport, uh, Derek. Me to too. <laughs> too. I don't. I too have many interesting <laughs> runs. The interesting <laughs> runs at Dunkelvast, the first area, is not how I'd normally describe so it. A, it uh, but
3: expanded the shopping experience and made more nuanced. Dice in a shop? That I you want to I wonder how the <laughs> dice
2: works. Help you or you. I don't know.
1: That's yeah, an NPC now, with a crossbow. Is,
2: Every time we throw the dice, it is, like, take take is the it going to like create an effect? Is it? I don't know
3: but i think the great thing about Spelunky is that the deepest secrets are the ones that even i don't know about and there are Clam. lots of new things to play with that i hope telepack, players can use telepack power to push pack past freeze ray shotgun,
1: clone crossbow. gun clone gun the look 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 the <laughs> uh, the the Clone dog and the dog on the
3: altar types oh that's good
2: that's good that's good people are really going to exploit the clone gun <laughs> yep
3: something that happened in the game
2: Love
1: it. Second, That's Splunky to me. <laughs> a
3: fun experience
2: with <laughs> yeah, with the shotgun blast killing blast. the shopkeeper, that also,
1: but yeah, also I'm killing you. Yes. Yeah,
2: I'm excited for the the fact that the online multiplayer means people will discover that Splunky secretly had like really good, it really good, um, mode. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, Like the competitive
2: yeah. modes were fantastic, but yes. just no one tried them because they were local only.
1: All oh, this water stuff. For me and the rest of the team. Oh. <laughs> All sorts of stuff you can do with that. Yeah, the
2: physics stuff is the, the part that I am
3: very curious. The lava.
2: We saw the water yes. there in the trailer.
3: A big thanks to the fans who've waited patiently for us to finish spawn. Even just this stuff, i jumping around.
1: Oh, I love it. I love that death. Thanks. This is the best. This is the most you understand what you made.
2: God damn it. So people Spel- don't if you're not That's watching, Spelunky it's just like a, a character that dies, but also Splunky doesn't like immediately send you to the uh, and credit screen, like, as long as, like, there's interactions in the environment, it will just keep going. And so you have, like, explosions going off and just sending I mean, this body yeah. careening around and then and hitting enemies. Thrown, then sh-
1: and then, yeah, yeah bouncing off a boost pad, landing on a UFO. It's just, like, that chain reaction stuff is so good. And hearing Derek talk about what, yeah, you know, I, we were talking over him, obviously, but one of the things that, that Derek says there is, like, the goal was to create a, a game that had uh, a more like greater texture to the interactions which is really an interesting way of thinking about it because you know is already a game that I think has really good like texture to the interactions um yeah. but the idea of there being maybe more moving parts or a, a greater sense of possibility when when you bring different objects together is really exciting
2: so yeah i still it still doesn't like i still I don't think I need there's a, a thing. I don't. There's it's not a thing. I guess this. I kept. I kept waiting for. Oh no, is, is there some some the core? Thing, the thing that like would shout out to you. This is why I had to make well, Splunky too. Which I think, doesn't.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the thing that that answers it for me is you know he he says on this trailer basically like I finished Splunky one and still had ideas and thinking about like. Thing about spelunky, we talk about this a lot with, with certain types of games. We talk about the thing where, like, oh wow, this i this game has an idea and it doesn't overstay its welcome, and that could be the Titanfall like time travel level. That can be like a, a great Mario gimmick, um, and the idea of of Derek being like, oh, I had four or five more of those scale of ideas where I could build an entire level around. For instance, if you if you look at this trailer, there are like treadmills on one of the levels. Uh, the yeah. stuff with the water, with the water stuff going down. Like, this is the trailer that made me feel like, oh, maybe I just do want more Spelunky. Maybe I'm wrong about wanting something, some big dramatic super change. Maybe like levers are enough to make me ready to play more Spelunky Like over a long enough timeline that it's been. It's been years since I played Spelunky like daily. And this is the trailer that made me go like, oh, I just fucking love Spelunky. September 15th, by I- the way.
2: Yeah, not far. Um not far. I do I do wish Spelunky had a level editor. I wish that was something. Like like I feel like mm-hmm. this like game in in general, like there are some mods on the PC side for for the the original, yeah. but um this is like a game in, like I I I agree like so much of the um like sort of like uh, semi-authored, semi-randomized uh, element is like inherent to the experience, but I also I also think Spelunky is a really underrated platformer and action yes. game yeah. where in watching it, you can get the impression that the player has, like it's just a little more uh, uh, finicky than it actually is when there is a, certainly a finickiness to Spelunky. That is, that, that is part of it. It's how you're supposed to kind of like lose control and things go sideways really quickly. But it also is like a really good controlling, solid yeah. action platformer that like if you were just to take Spelunky, remove the randomization of it and just put it in authored, stages like i think it could also it be like a really well. excellent one of those which is why spelunky maker or just like that, yeah. Like if that was like added on, like if if that was, I guess this is me just continuing to think of like if that was like, and we're we're making more levels, more features, but also now you can like make your own because um, yeah. people do yeah. that already. People do make their own Spelunk, Spelunky levels by modding um, the game. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm 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 sick. curious. I'm I'm I I uh, I, uh, I, I will. I, I'm a little bothered that it's PS4 only. It seems like is so it far not the PC. Well, and I haven't said anything, mm. I don't think mm. it's only ever been shown, um, right. in relation to PlayStation. I do think that's also what happened. I don't, did the PC version come out at the same time as the yeah. Xbox Live yeah. version? Did it? Oh, maybe it didn't. Hmm. I um, bought that game
1: twice, so probably not, right? Because I think you're probably right. I must have bought it, I think it, it came get, out hmm. on Steam
2: later. I think that was a game that uh, Microsoft when they were kind of on fire, uh, I'm looking now, it's the Xbox. July 4th, 2012. uh,
1: PC. Yeah. 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 uh, July,
2: August 8th, 2013. Which Um, is like a year later. Yeah, a year later. Um, So I wonder if that's going to also happen here which would be kind of a that'd be kind of a bummer I the mean, steam what, version mean,
1: will come i found it uh two minutes ago Derek. you on twitter the steam version of Splunky 2 will come out shortly after ps4 we'll need a little extra time to iron out multiplayer on pc release date for that soon oh. after steam we'll look into okay. other platforms so shortly after, that's fine that's not bad so
2: that'll that's come out, it'll come out like october or something like that uh um, yeah which is fine yeah. okay all right all right, yes. all right. I, mo- yes. mostly because it's like look sorry i don't want to yeah sony i'm not signing up for playstation plus <laughs> so i can play oh, multiplayer point, yeah like maybe yeah. i do like a month of but, it but I like mean, that is the
1: other thing here is uh i will play this game multiplayer which i did not do much of at all in spunky one just yes. the fact that that i'll be able to do that more is is great because that deathmatch mode is fantastic and so was the even this
2: even the single player co op is really underrated. Every time that I did it, I never made it very far. Me either. But it's miserable. the amount it's of really the sto- hard the stories that come out of the co op are wonderful because yeah. it it just amplifies. I mean, everything that's like good about you doing it by yourself is amplified by doing it with another person, especially because things move so quickly in Spelunky that. It, it's ah, it's just great it's you like just the fact have to
1: give that up on the idea that you're going to win it's and, a different and game. Well, it's a different yes.
2: game like yes. you play you have to play it fundamentally different with a second person um it's fundamentally like at least you know more conservative because you it's just yeah it's going to yeah, open yeah. it's basically a different game I also think
1: point. about yeah for me it's like if, if if i can regularly play that game with someone I could think of a lot of ways in which you would develop strategies and roles and like, all right, you get the freeze ray. You're going to be the free- freeze ray person. I'm just not going to fuck with the freeze ray. Freeze ray comes up. Patrick, that's yours. And and you can use that to help deal with the with the shopkeeper or whatever. I'm excited for those sorts of things to start happening and and also just to like – uh, the, I was thinking uh, moments before this trailer started about the degree to which I love novelty in games and, and, and how, like, I just like to see new ideas get put out there. And so the, the fact that there's just going to be, f- <coughs> excuse me, four new, or I'm guessing four new, I don't know for a fact, but new a new set of levels with new trap ideas and, and new interactions is enough to, I think, at this point, keep me excited.
2: Um, yeah, I, no, so, so I yeah, am so definitely we'll really, I'm really excited. I, I just, I, I. I, I, yeah i'm just i was so taken aback well i played spelunky bounced off it and then came back right, to it later right i, I didn't right. like it same as like dude, i had a similar experience like with this and dark souls where i was like played it was like oh okay not for me and then yeah. and then you know now it's on a top 10 list for me so uh yes yeah, so, uh, Well, september so, 15 that means away. yeah
1: yeah we'll, we'll be there soon a little over a month away put now. out put
2: out spelunky uh put out the original on switch come on let's go yeah put it yeah
1: absolutely can't wait all right, well, we'll we'll be back next week. Patrick, have a good vacation. Kyle will. Thank you for letting us do this. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Buck snacks look cool, too. All right, bye.
4: Also, Alan Wake was there.
1: All right, yeah, Rob wouldn't let us go. But was he? not say that. Or was he? Hmm. <gasps>
0: The number one financial destination, YahooFinance.com.
2: All right, yeah, I'm recording too.
3: Uh, time about it is.
1: I don't know if I mentioned my laptop power cord also died this week. Oh, great! Maybe you should I push a your new AC one. out
2: of a window. I got a
1: new one. It doesn't work. So either <laughs> it's also bad, or my laptop is fucked. So, Is it
2: not just a USB C thing?
1: It's not. It's a it's a surface pro or surface laptop that has like a proprietary thing. It sucks. Ah, yeah. It, uh, um me too. All right, uh 23.
3: All right. Ready? hmm I guess we just come back in. I guess we just say.
1: <laughs> all right. Great. Good ending. Crushed it. Crushed it. Nailed it. Uh, the third all beep. right
4: what is that boop, 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 boop. yeah yeah, the third yeah there's one that's just going. like bye <laughs>
1: yeah i'm gonna get hit with it any second now all right i'll try to figure out how to get this over to you asap great all
4: Thank right you.
2: sounds good all, all right,
1: right. Bye.
4: peace
2: bye,
1: y'all. talk about
2: it i'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna <laughs> complain and there's this microphone
4: great
1: oh, but it means i can't do a backup so you should do a backup
4: yeah <laughs> i was that one me. run just in case okay okay good good good. good. wait Why well, can i hear myself uh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're very soft, yeah. though. I'm very what? You're soft.
0: Hmm. Okay. Damn,
4: owned. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost your edge, Klepek. <laughs> now, I can hear my echo through your uh, phone. Yeah, I brought now. you
1: down on my headphones.
4: Okay. But yeah, my, you, are, my you are
2: very echoey.
1: Yeah, well. What are you using? I'm, I'm, my AirPods. Yeah, I. I'm surprised that you're gonna
4: hear that. Yeah, me too. I've
1: lowered, I've lowered you both in my ears, so. Those are I I just like when we
2: did the um, the Ubisoft and Ghost of Tsushima. I used AirPods and didn't get any. And nothing.
1: I'm just yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe mine are older. I don't know. Uh. Wait, are you? Oh. Well I wonder if it's, I have an idea, mm. or what, what are you going to say?
4: Well I was wondering, are you sure that it's set to both the mic and the headphones? Well if it was
1: not set to the, if it was not set to the mic, you probably wouldn't get an echo, because then all of the sound would be in my ears far away from the speakerphone part phone. of it, right?
4: Well I mm. guess it depends on how sensitive that <coughs> the speaker is on your phone. Uh-huh.
1: What well, I think it is, it is my fan is on. I'm gonna, I'm going to raise my sensitivity uh, someone else talk and see if there's still an the echo.
2: Hello. Yee-haw! Does that count as talking? <laughs> sneezing off mic. <laughs> God damn it. Um. What if, uh, what if I turn on? It's this? not that big of. A, it's like it's not bothered. Like I can live with it. If it's not going to affect the recording, I will be just fine. i I like. Don't don't stress over that it. That seems to be cool right. now.
1: I turned on noise suppression, and I think that fixed it.
4: Huh. Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah. oh. Um, well, now Cato is echoed for me, but I don't know why. So,
1: it's Whatever. not reading Cato as Patrick. It's reading you <laughs> as noise. It's not reading Cato as noise.
2: Well, that's that's fair. That's uh, how my children treat me anyway. So, damn owned.
1: All right. Uh, oh, it's gonna be weird. The time is off a phone.
2: <laughs> you can still get
1: nonsense. to it, right? Yeah, it's fine. All right. Uh, are y'all there?
2: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, 15. 15 seconds.
3: All, All right. right. See how this goes. It's going to be fine. It's great. Yeah, it'll be great.